All right. All right. So, so, hey, let's do this in reverse. So we've already actually talked to somebody for like an hour and a half, talked to Philip McBride. We actually already did his interview. So let's act like, hey, Mike, how you doing? I haven't seen you. Hey, buddy. what's up, How's man? How's going? So we'll act like, you know, oh, you didn't put the, the, the announcement at the beginning of it and shit. Uh, so, well, I could, know. well, I could, I could do well, that. We can keep going with it. Keep going. I'll just play it in. So here's the snappy banner part of our uh, podcast, you know. All right, so let's go rapid fire here, dude. Rapid um, fire. Have you uh, seen the Robot Chicken Walking Dead episode? Uh, I've seen part of it. have not watched the whole thing. I hear it's great, though. Hysterical, man. You need to check it out if you I haven't would, seen it. I have not seen it, but I will check it out. Uh, dude, JFK assassination documents were uh, released. Did you hear some of the interesting things There's behind? There be 5 million documents that were going to be released, but over everything time. was not released. No, it's going to be released o- o- over time. So, so what so. you got? What, what are you hearing out of that stuff? Uh, well, there's some interesting things that came out so far. It turns out LBJ was former KKK. So Lyndon Bain Johnson was a former KKK member nice. before he was president. Uh, they confirmed the autopsy confirmed that he was shot from three separate directions. But they still only said there was but one shooter. But we still go with the same uh, Lee Harvey Oswald bullshit story. Uh-huh. Uh, what was some of the other ones? Some of the other ones. Uh, there was some, some really good stuff that came out of it. One of the people. Well, there was another person shot in the crowd that proves the three person shooter. Just a whole, I no can't shit. remember. Yeah, there was like all kinds, all kinds of weird shit that was coming out around it too. Um, there was CIA hits against Castro that the U.S. had put out that came out around the same time. Um, Hitler apparently came up in these documents. They claimed that, what? yeah, there were documents that were involved in the JFK files that involved Hitler because of the CIA. Oh, okay. That proves that Hitler actually went to Argentina after the war. So, oh, shit. So they kind of know where he went. They, Yeah, the story, you know, the lost Hitler thing yeah. of him going to Ar- Argentina so in a U-boat kind of sounds like it's could be mo- it could be true. Damn. Um, I thought, but to me, the most inter- there's two the two biggest things that came out of it were LBJ turned out to be a, a former KKK. I mean, and that's the president of the United States. And the three shots. And the three shots uh, confirmation story. So I, th- I just thought that was the, the biggest things that came out of that. So far. I mean, we'll see because it's going to be time before the rest of them come out. Okay. There is a crazy video on the internet if you haven't seen it yet. Have you seen the dude drink a six-pack with a leaf blower? Uh, no, but I've seen a, seen a guy do something similar. But He no, hooks a leaf that. blower up to this, uh, like this container that's got a six-pack in it, uses a leaf blower to shoot it into his mouth, dude. Is it's it pretty, crazy. Does it look weird as shit? It, and it's, dude, it takes 40 seconds to drink it. See, I think I would get sick. He did. Okay, well, there, there you go. Yeah. So the dog thing while you're podcasting apparently doesn't work it, because he it's doesn't a wiggle wanna, worm. He doesn't want to sit still. It's a wiggle worm. So we had three deaths lately. Yes, we have. We've had well, some, you some don't deaths. know about one of them. Malcolm Young. You don't know about Martin Eric Allen. He was I, actually the original guitarist for no. Hellhammer and Celtic Frost. The only Eric Allen I know is the ex-cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's a pretty big deal. Like, he actually started that mm-hmm. whole Doom music thing. So. Yeah. You know, before you go on with that stuff, and then you get into the fact that Manson died. And yeah, Manson finally in. died. Uh, there's some stuff that goes going around Manson. Uh, apparently, there was a fight that could have uh, led to his death. Really? Um, apparently, there was something happened at the jail that day, and it went on lockdown. Some printed, and there was a big thing, and then all of a sudden, he ended up in ICU. So it sounds like maybe somebody tried to kill him. Oh, well, he's and been, then he's died from his whatever from his wounds. Well, I he's guess also eighty three. Yeah, so. I mean, he look, he was going to die regardless. Yeah, who it was really only cares? a matter of time before he died. Yeah, who really? I well, mean, you, know, you figure, dude, it was pretty fucked up. He was committed in nineteen seventy one, and he never killed a single person. Uh, actually, he was uh, he was blamed for the murders of um, of a, uh, a songwriter of a, a musician before that, 
1972, he was convicted of murder. Oh, was he? Yes. Didn't have okay. to do with the Tate, Labi- Tate LaBianca murders. It was actually another one. Okay. He was accused of conspiracy for those seven murders. Gotcha. Um, and a, a lot of the family is getting released now, too. You know, yeah. a couple of the women have gotten released now. Yeah, that now. took a while ago, but there's actually still like three or four people. The yeah. four people that did the murders are still in, like Tex Watson yeah. and Squeaky. They're yeah. still locked up. Squeaky Frog. He was turned down for parole 12 times, dude. Really? I mean, come on. 12 times? I, you, you ain't getting out. Yeah. At least no time soon. But, and the only reason he was still alive was because the death penalty was outlawed in 1972. Mm, bastard. Um, and by far, the coolest thing ever is they showed it again. I'd forgotten about it. Was the interview he did with uh, Diane Sawyer. Oh, when he's all weird and shit? Well, that was the one after. That was the one around. Not the string one. When he's talking about the little string minions going mm-hmm. off and doing stuff. It's when he said that he told he didn't commit any murders and he never told anybody could commit any murders. Mm-hmm. All he said is if you're going to kill somebody, leave something witchy. And yeah. Diane Sawyer said, isn't that just like telling somebody? He said, no. no. I'll tell you again. OJ he said, did. <laughs> he looked at him and he said, he told her, he said, if you kill somebody, just leave something witchy so they know you were there. Yeah, I mean, you should. I mean, that's just crazy shit, dude. I mean, the dude was a beast. Um. Okay, let me see what else I got here. Um. Oh, what about everybody getting pawed in Hollywood all of a sudden? So for 15 or 20 years, apparently everybody knows that all these people were being molested and nobody wanted to come forward. Now all of a sudden everybody's like, oh yeah, I knew about that. Um. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry that these people got molested. Okay, let's get that out of the way. But... If you know somebody's molesting somebody or you were molested yourself, you're not a hero 20 years later coming out and bandwagoning, you know, jumping on. You're a hero when you come out at the beginning. So the other 15, 20, 30, 50 people don't get molested. Um, That's a hero. uh, So I stand on both sides of the coin with this one, right? So I could totally see, look, if you're a piece of shit, you deserve to be called out as a piece of shit. Um, like, you know, case in point, Kevin Spacey and a 14 year old boy. That's just fucking disgusting. Oh, by uh, the way, I'm gay. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. That makes it all better. No, it doesn't. It. Um, uh, so yeah, so I, I totally see, you know, where if you're a piece of shit, you deserve to be called out on it. But I also see the other side of the coin where I feel like if these things are happening, you need to come out a little bit sooner and instead of waiting 25 years later and then trying to say something. Because now what we have is uh, he said, she said at this point. There's no evidence. There's no, you know, it's just a he said, she said. And people are always going to think that the celebrity is a piece of shit regardless. Yeah. So so if the person even didn't do it, that's it. They're marked for life. Right. So I I definitely see both sides of that coin um, in that. Did you hear about the Kevin Spacey movie? He actually had filmed a movie. They canceled it. Fired him, and they're going to recast. No, they're going to re um re uh, uh retape re reshoot. Re, thank you. Reshoot his entire part with another person. It's going to cost an extra ten million bucks. Mm. Well, I mean, look, it's not all about money, and what Hollywood about, is saying that, dude. Harvey Weinstein, dude. I mean, that like employs like shit. a quarter of Hollywood, dude. Yeah, I mean, and I think Kevin Smith took the right road on that. He, yeah, I don't know if you heard what he did, but he yeah, said he's I'm going to turn down all the money and stuff. From well, that. he's given all the residuals to all the movies that are tied in with Miramax and the Weinstein's, and he's going to give that plus two thousand dollars a month to women's acting yeah, whatever thing, is, whatever yeah. that thing yeah. is, women's fund or something, uh, women in Hollywood fund. I forget what it is, but yeah. Uh, which 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 is a good thing, um, dude. Have you watched The Punisher on I Netflix? Dude, you need to. It is. It's only been out for five days. It. I'm Give done. It's visceral. I know you're done. It is you visceral, but you need to watch this. I it, will. 
It is visceral as fuck. I'll watch it like a human. Like Dude. I've only seen two episodes of Stranger Things. Okay. You know why? Because once you digest it, so you're not sitting right. around like you do for waiting. Go, come on, man. Nah, because in, in another month, there's another one out. So I'm good. Well, I don't watch <laughs> Men in Tights, so I don't have to worry about that. But you, so the Punisher, yeah, you got to check out. Punisher. It is it is a PTSD showcase. He did an awesome interview um, on Howard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm Burnthal? Way, yeah. Yeah, I'm he's great. into checking it out. He's so. great. Definitely check check it out. Uh, you, really, you really get a look into the... Um, life of these soldiers in in a way that I don't think has been conveyed so ever. that's what the Punisher's issue is? He has PTSD? Well, it's... it's Okay, so I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'll kind of give you like a, a little brief synopsis. Okay. He's 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 in the military. He's a Marine. Uh, which we know. He's in Special Forces. He Again, gets asked know. to join a, uh, another uh, form of these things that don't answer to nobody. So it's like a op... It's, it's, a, it's a squad that doesn't exist. They call them, you know, the... Midnight Taliban, because they just go in and make people disappear. Okay. He starts realizing that even he is going beyond his morals. And at that point, it starts costing his friends' lives and turns out to be his family's lives. So basically, it's the story of him getting revenge on the people that killed his family or had ties to killing his family. Well, basically, he wants to kill them all. Oh, well, pretty much. That's what the Punisher did. Right. So, so But it's it takes a really nice look into the world. Uh, there's a lot of soldiers in, the, in this movie. Okay. So, you know, you realize that um, he is in some situations that... Look, you can't be in these positions, right? And then two weeks later, get discharged and come back in and have a nine to five job. That's it just what, it doesn't work. That's what always got me about that is, you know, you're taught that basically what you have is, you know, the, the guy standing next to you is your life. Yeah. That is your life. Okay, by the way, this is your family. This is your family. Protect right. him at all costs. Do what they have to do. Okay, you're discharged. Go home. Yeah. And then, and now then what do I do? Yeah. So he went, he went from doing these things where they were basically just assigned to kill people. And then, you know, to have to go back into an everyday life, you know, and do a nine to five job, you really get an inside look, not just from his perspective, but there's a, a, a veterans club that meets up that you get to see a lot of that, are, that deals with the show. So you get to see there's one guy who's literally sleeping in a hole we dug out back with surrounded by like the uh, uh, sandbags and a little green tarp because he can't escape the want to be in the military. He can't yeah. sleep in a bed. He wants to sleep outside in the cold, you know, in this tarp because that's where he feels secure and needed, you know, so it really takes a deep look into that. And actually, um, after every, like I would sit at the night, first night I watched, I watched the first two episodes and then I had to take like a, a break because mentally it wore me down. From you know the constant what fifteen minutes take a piss break get a beer and then watch it again because you watch it already it's only been out for five days. Well, no, dude, there was times I it was would like what thirteen episodes. Yeah, dude, you can knock that out in no in no no time. Um, but ser- seriously, I would get to the point where I would watch two episodes and then I'd just be like, oh my god, and Irene be like, what? And I'm like, I gotta take a break. And she's like, why? And I'm like, this stuff is it's is heavy. Like, I don't want to sound too Back to the Futurey, but it's. It's some really, um, like I said, it's a, it's a, you get another look into a soldier that I don't think has been conveyed in that way ever. And it's, it, and I'm telling you, it's really good, but it's visceral as fuck. Okay. Like there, there's no holding back on shit. Like you see guys get their face bashed in with sledgehammers. Um, you know, you see that kind of shit. You see guys get their fucking arms cut off and, you know, it's gross. Two questions. He doesn't wear tights with the Punisher symbol on it, does he? Like, maybe it's a t-shirt with the Punisher symbol on it? He has a tack vest with the Punisher logo on there. And the Kingpin doesn't show up, does he? 
I can't say nothing. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want to spoil anything. Come on. You don't like the kingpin? Well, I just think it's stupid to put it in some. What you just described, the kingpin doesn't deserve to be there. Well, okay, because so he wasn't part of the United right. States military, <laughs> fucking his family up. Right, but here's the thing: while he was in, so Punisher was introduced during Daredevil season two. So while he was he was in jail while Daredevil was defending him, okay. Frank Castle was in jail, and he was in jail with the kingpin. So actually, him and the Kingpin tried having Frank Castle killed in prison. So there is a tie between them, but that's—I I don't want to spoil anything. I'll just leave it right there. Um, but definitely, dude, I'm telling you, good shit. Okay, I'm gonna check good that. Shit. that. I will watch. It's—it's it's, yeah, I, I definitely dug that. Um, what else we got? Oh wait, Malcolm Young. So we didn't talk about yes, that. So Malcolm let's see Young. if I got this straight. Okay, so Malcolm Young's dead. Mm-hmm. Phil Rudd is yep. arrested because he tried to, he hired um, a hitman, which turned out to be a cop to assassinate his wife. Yeah. Um, I can't believe people still think they can get away with that. And Brian Johnson has retired from music because he can't hear. Yeah. So that basically leaves, I forget who the other dude is, and Angus. So ACDC's done. <laughs> um, Who did I hear was singing uh, for, who is it? Eagles now? Was it the Eagles? I think it's the Eagles. Vince Gill is singing for, for the Eagles now. Hmm. I'm I like, heard, okay. I heard that Stone Temple Pilots has a new lead singer now. They just did a whole performance out in California. Do they? And televised it. Well, you know, their lead singer was, well, you know. he's dead now. A drug addict, so. That's a shame. And he left happened. before. Yeah. But yeah, it's a shame that he, you know, killed himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit happens. Well, you know, he got off of it and they let him, he killed himself. So whatever, you know. Yeah. Moving on. Um, who else? Did anybody else die? That was it. Just those three. Just those three. At least I know of. One people that, you know, would be we would care about. But uh yeah. A lot of deaths lately. There you know, um we're at a a a point in life, I think, or time where we're going to see a lot of deaths because there was like, you know, just as there were baby boomers, there was also like Hollywood boom and music boom and there was a period where a lot of people came around the same time. And a lot of those people are starting to die off now. You know, we're somehow Keith Richards is still alive. He's still alive and kicking, <laughs> man. Uh, he, you know, hey, it's Keith fucking Richards. Uh, you know, what else can you say other than that? I mean, the, the man just don't give a fuck yet. He's still kicking. What are you doing? Quit licking my shit, Oliver. Yeah, I like how you, uh, you know, specif- you know, did that so they knew it was a dog and not me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I had written down. What you have written down? Well, I did in my head. I was going to talk about the Punisher, which was great. Um, mm-hmm. I I've been refinishing a fish tank and stuff. That's been fun. I refinished the whole stand. Just got to stain it now. Nice. So I've been I've been messing around with that. Uh, process of building Nick a five guitar stand. It's going to hold two acoustic guitars, three electrics. So I've been doing a lot of woodwork in here recently. What if he wants to put five electrics on it? Then you can put five electrics. So just two of them are going to be spaced apart a little further. So yeah, I mean, but it's going to be on wheels. It, it's going to cool. be nice. It's going to be pretty cool. Since he's, you know, we were, I was showing you his guitars. Uh, mm-hmm. I figured he wanted one, and instead of me just going to the store and spending a hundred bucks on one, I'm building him one. So you do. So you do it with love, and your tight ass doesn't spend money on it. No, I think it'll look better so yes, than some the piece of shit. Yes, and you could do it, you know, you can refinish it the way you want it, which is cool. Yeah. I think that's all right. We're going to put it and, up on wheels and give it handles and shit. And like I said, and your tight ass doesn't have to spend money on it. Uh, I'm, it's probably going to cost me the same amount of money. Really? But yeah, by the time I'm done with it, because we're going to we're gonna stain it a certain color and then we're going to clear coat it. 
So it's going to be like a high mirror finish, but uh, I was looking at it too. So you put like you know two by fours or whatever, and you can wrap well, the edges it's, off. It's and one by it and, and make and, it pretty. And yeah, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut all. I'm I got it all laid out. Actually, I used a beer bottle for the neck size. I lay, I put beer oh, bottles cool. to get the neck. You know, the cut out for the neck. Yeah. So I cut it out of my jigsaw. But I'm going to cut all those out. We're going to carpet the rails on the bottom. And put felt on the inside top so the guitars. Oh, can cool! Sit yeah, in there. so they could sit there and not get beat up. Yeah, and then uh, well, I'm also going to, like I said, we're gonna put handles on both sides so it can be pulled around, put it up on dolly so it can be moved around. You know, it it, it should look pretty cool when we're done. Um, I'm pretty much done with it. I just gotta, it's all everything's all cut now. I just gotta put it all together. But oh, okay. I don't want to put it together till we get a little closer to Christmas because then I gotta hide it, put together, and it's fucking huge, dude. It's like as wide as this. Oh, yeah, I guess it's got to be pretty big to hold all that yeah. shit, so. so. But, yeah, that's been eating up a lot of my time. Been doing a lot of woodworking again. Can you uh, paint it and everything before you put it together? I'm going to. We're going to stain it. Yeah, I'm going uh, to stain it all, and then I'm going to use that way before. Right. You, know, you could do that part and then assemble it and then do the final work on it. That's what I'm going to do. We're going to uh, get it all stained, and, like, it's all pre-cut, ready to go. Once And then once it's stained, all I got to do is pop it together, the, you know, Christmas night or whatever. Cool. And uh, it'll be good to go because we're gonna use pocket screws and stuff. So. Nice. nice, yeah. That's been eating up my time. Cool. That's what you like doing. So yeah, I actually like doing that kind of shit, man. Um, I got some other stuff in mind I want to do. Uh, I'm gonna make Irene some of these like uh, wooden flower baskets. Mm-hmm. So you put dirt and like basically a wooden flower pot where you put plants in. But she okay. wanted two wooden ones. Like I'm gonna make them out of cedar. Nice. So they can be outside and stuff. What are you growling at? Cool. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm bored. You're bored? I'm incredibly bored. Right now? I Just in life. I haven't found anything to do lately, so I'm bored. Yeah? Well, then you need a hobby. Well, that's why I started doing this. This is one of the reasons I started doing this again. Yeah? Because right. I'm bored to tears. I, I don't know what to do. I've got too many fucking hobbies, and none of them amuse me right now. Well, I just... I think I'm done with horror movies, dude. Yeah? I haven't bought a horror movie in forever. Yeah, uh, I tried watching Jeep, Jeepers Creepers. Don't watch that piece of the shit. Third one? Yeah, I will good. tell you, there's only been one movie lately that I've turned off. I guess it was probably like two years ago. What's that? Um, Thanksgiving 3. Oh, yeah, that's uh, not a very good one. Dude, I turned it off. Yeah. I don't turn anything off. Uh, Jeepers Creepers, I got I got all the way up to the last 15 minutes, and then I was like, I can't watch anymore. I couldn't no. even stay for the last 15, 15. Actually... I was bored. I was sitting on the couch. It was playing, and then something happened, and I got up and never went back to it. So, like, Ooh. I I only had like ten or fifteen minutes so left to go. Care. So it's not and that I didn't you care. Didn't, you turn it off. You just didn't care. Yeah, I just anything. didn't care enough to go back and finish it. I was like, ah, Star Trek's on. You know, I went to watching that. Um, but yeah, that's so. Yeah, Punisher's been eating up a lot of my time. Uh, that ate up a shit ton of my time actually. Um, dude, working on this fish tank thing, and then Nick Stant thing has been just been eating up a lot of time. I don't do any of that stuff. I cook. I've been cooking a lot. Lately. I made stew today. Cool. Yeah. I made beef jerky and shake and bake chicken. Yeah. I like beef jerky. There's a guy on my route who gives me uh, venison stuff. It's pretty good, but he doesn't give me a lot of it. But every time I see him, he gives me like a little Ziploc bag full. I, um, yeah, I just made a shitload of jerky. I made a gallon bag full of jerky. You got a dehydrator or do you mm-hmm. just use your oven? No, I got a dehydrator. Which knocks the time down to what? Uh, I put it in today at like 9 o'clock and I took it out at four so what was that seven hours that's seven hours if you use the oven you're looking at 12 they say i think if you're using um, the oven. and also i did something different i never done before usually i marinated overnight mm-hmm. um what they actually say i actually looked at the recipe and what it says to do is put enough marinade into a pot that'll cover the meat and boil it mm-hmm. put it in the boiling liquid for five minutes so everything's at temperature right it's like huh well i marinated and what i did this time is i didn't have that so i put a little extra worcestershire 
and some uh, teriyaki, and I put it into a pot, and I brought it to temperature. I, I heated it up. Yeah. Didn't sear it, but I got it all warm, so it wasn't cold. So I think that might have taken some of the time down because it didn't have to get warm and then start dehydrating. Yeah. I did uh, smoke a shoulder a couple of weeks ago. That was I good. I did that not so long ago. Yeah. Spent all freaking day on that thing. I got did. up at like 6.30, put it on. It was ready at 6.30, I think, that night. <laughs> but it was like a good 12 hours. But... Uh, I smoked that thing all day, man. All day, in and out of the house. I did a pork roast and some some uh, sausages not too long ago. Oh, and a bunch of peppers, too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, four hours. Yeah. Actually, it t- took me six hours. I smoked it for three and cooked it off. I did some ribs recently that I smoked for about five hours that were freaking really good, man. They were like fall off the bone ribs. They were good. I don't do that, like smoking shit all day long anymore. The ribs thing's easy. I smoke it for two hours, take it out, wrap it in foil, brown sugar, and- Throw um, it back in the oven? Um, No, do it on the grill. I grill. leave everything outside. Yeah. So either go on the gas grill or put it on charcoal, man, whichever. Yeah, I got, uh, I got one gas grill, three charcoals, I think three. I got two- Two Weber's, and then I got that Brinkman smoker, and then I got my Brinkman gas grill. Cool. I don't even use my gas grill really anymore, though, since it blew up in my face. I can understand that. But eyebrows are overrated. But you know, uh, once you, I realized again, once I went back to coal and realized that I enjoy cooking on coal, I just never really went back to gas, which is cheaper. So I can do it on my smoker. What? Coal? Got, yeah, charcoal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can grill on on your smoker. Yeah, well, it's, it's big thing. enough to do it. You've, yeah. you've got sidecar, so. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. I don't. Uh, you got anything else? We're at yeah, about two it, hours, so I think we're that's almost done. That's it, homie. That's all I got. That's it. Uh, go check out Philip McBride. Yep, over at the Leo. Uh, at the Leo. The Leo. Yes. The Leo. Um, and like I said, I'll put links for something, whatever he can be found at, so people can find him in the uh, show notes. Yeah, the awesome interview is about to come up, so you ought to play like an ACDC song yeah, today. All right. So, uh, on the talk- other side. Talk shoe was out last week, so it's probably a good thing we didn't record anything because it wouldn't have went out. Ooh. Talk shoe was down all week. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. I fucking well, good, so th- good tired thing you don't remember shoe. that shit. Good thing that's not an issue for you anymore. No, it's not. Now I'm just like fuck it. It comes out when it comes out. Um, because if I worried about that kind of shit, I'd go nuts again. So um, hopefully However, you're doing good right now. Hopefully this is the first of many uh, EDC people I can get a hold of. Yeah, I'll start to messaging to these guys. some so people too. There's some uh, awesome stuff out there. I've got a lot of stuff and a bunch of people I'd like to talk to. Which so. ACDC from? Um, shoot the Thrill. What do you do for money, honey? Um, ah, you want to do something with people? Why don't you do like Dirty Deeds? We'll have little Bond Scott in there. He's dead too. All right, you want to do Dirty Deeds? Boom, there you go. Um, what's the balls called? Big balls. <laughs> big balls? I've got big balls. No, why don't you do what you got for me? What? Uh, dirty deeds, that's fine. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to hold you in contempt. That's violation of course, civil. we got to wait till the end of this ad. I, I fucking hate these YouTube ads, man. Right. Average. I just All hate right, them. Well. I'm still here. I'm <laughs> You know what? We'll go out to that. But right now we're getting ready to go to a interview. <laughs> we were yeah, we were confused d- ourselves d- there. Well, I wasn't confused. I kind of. But you said, "Hey, go out to that song." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, so, so we were confused. 
<laughs> I'm holding the dog. Oh, I'm holding my wiener. All right. Yeah, you know that you can't do my that anymore because you're very distracted by the fur- furry wiener. Well, I don't want to pee on anything or eat anything. That's pretty fucked up. Uh, yeah. So, so we're li- listen to the interview. Yeah. And, and on the other side, you have you, the video you, on the other you side. You can finish that song because <laughs> I'm not right. editing that out. Uh-huh. Good. Good. All right. Have fun. Later. Later. <laughs> All right, Mike, so I'm kind of excited, man. It's finally happening. Yes. I've been telling you I want to talk to somebody in the EDC community that yep. makes tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. I finally got somebody on the hook, man. You do. It's awesome. Guy I've been, been talk- checking out these tools since you got here. That I like them. I've been talking to him for quite some time. I was there at the beginning with a, a little tool called the Tooligan. There's mm-hmm. very few of them out there. I'm happy to have one of them, so we'll get the story behind that. So, Philip, dude, tell us who you are and what you're about, man. Uh, Philip McBride, uh, just, just a man with a, a dream. I just thought up, had an imagination. Um, I just created a group, started out my first one. I failed, so I tried again. And uh, now I make these Leo uh, lion breachers after, uh, well, a lot of failure. Trial and, you know, and whatever. So um, that's me. That's what I do. I, I created these and and uh up front i'll tell you that you know i don't make them they are the you know i have them made uh i'm not good with my hands i'm i'm a psych major oh wow okay (laughs) i think you're you're jumping way ahead man i got to get a few other things out of you first man (laughs) okay okay so we got who you are i know what you're about and everything so um you just uh, actually we kind of pre-gamed a little bit. I told you I was going to drink a beer, and you told me a very interesting fact about yourself. Yes, uh, I'm a severe, former severe alcoholic. Uh, five years ago, uh, October the 11th, 2012, uh, drank myself to death. Damn, dude! Uh, one night, and woke up, and my whole world changed. Uh, there's some pretty in-depth spiritual things that that I don't know if people really want to hear all that. I try not to beat people. I'm I'm a devout Catholic now. I was agnostic uh, before this event, and it changed my whole whole world. And uh, I had tried to quit two other times and fail six months both both times. And this time it was different, man. And this time I just try to help, you know, wow. and, and give back. But I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not the type of, some people see uh, the Leo as a, as a real uh, spiritual place. And it is, you know, I'm a devout Catholic Christian, but that doesn't mean I respect everybody's views. And, you know, as long as everybody's respectful, you know, it's uh, completely fine. But it's a big part of who I am. Well, I, and, I, I will say a couple things in there. I, congratulations on the sobriety. Sorry absolutely, that it, man. It took that to make it happen, but congrats. Um, it's amazing yeah. that you make a tool that is a breacher, but I can also see the collectability of this, that it doesn't need to be a breacher. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. could just be a pocket. Like, hey, people carry things in their pockets, like coins and things all the time, wood well, nickels and such. We'll get to those later because he's also got some awesome ones. I forgot right. to bring a couple of them with me. He, he so, I mean, yeah, it you can have this in your pocket, and it doesn't have to be a bottle opener or a breacher. It could just be 
could just be something, you know, you, you throw in your pocket just to fidget around with, you know. Um, it has a lot of little grooves and stuff on it that you can totally do that with. So, I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to just be a bottle opener, you know. But I could see people not buying them and not it, never using them for that, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's a lot of guys that that truly get it. And uh, like I said, I, I breach root beers now. So Right, there you I go. I don't get to uh, I don't get to use mine that much, but what it is, and, and I knew what I needed to do. I was selling knives, trading, uh, even dealt knives there here and there for a little bit, and I looked at uh, Copper Shed. Ryan Forbes is a huge inspiration for me. Absolutely awesome stuff. Er, Ernest Calhoun, and and he helped me kind of get back on my feet after what happened with the Tuli. Um, but I saw these communities, and you know, I saw Forbes. He lost somebody in his group, and and I I wasn't really into EDC. I was just just in there for knives and whatever but i i got caught on, on what a great artist he is and all all the things he does but i saw him I, I can't remember exactly what happened i don't know if someone committed suicide in his group or not but forbes got on uh, he wasn't afraid he got on his phone and he did a video and the man cried because he lost a member of his group. Wow. And when he did that, I went, I don't care about the knives and I don't care about the money. That's what we need. We need people in here who care, who care about their members. Absolutely. Who don't just care about making money. And I, and, and so you know, I spent time in the Copper Shed. I spent time in Singers. Um, I'm a wrestler as well. Um, but just kind of faded off a lot of that because of, of the growth here. But to draw a community, I could see my own spin on things. Okay. And, and a lot of stuff I would see. So getting back to what you're talking about, it's what I call... Yes, it is. It is a breacher, you know, made to breach bottles. Absolutely. But it it is a sacramental is what I would call it. That'd be the spiritual name for it. But it's a token. It's a reminder. And, and I tell people all the time, what I hope for is like when you were where I was, you know, with my drinking and and my loneliness and all the shit that goes with all that. I just hope that someone will look down and, and it could be their, their last chance and they empty their pockets or they're sitting there playing with it in their hand and they just remember, it, it reminds them, hey, there is somebody who gives a damn. So let me call let me call him or let me message him and, and hopefully others will follow. 
That is the main point. It's not about money. Never has been. They're the same price they were the day they came out. And I knew if I could get people to buy into the community and use them more as sacramentals than just a great bottle opener, then that's the job I wanted. And you have that, That's what I wanted created here. And you have done a hell of a job of that, too. That was going to be later. I was going to ask you about how the community was created, but you just answered a whole bunch of questions I had written down here to ask you. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, you know, I get collectors in there and, and I have no problem. You know, people collect all kinds of bottle openers. I mean, there's people in there that just love wines. Absolutely. Some people just think they're cool. I, man, you know, whatever suits your fancy, you know, is fine with me. One, one but thing, it's the ones that 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 get that they need a sense of belong, you know, to something, and they got a place to turn to, and that's just a reminder that they do have a place where where at least I care, but I know we have built it to where others do, and and. That was the whole intent, but I needed something. I tried another group. I had a, a bias tactical, but you've got to have some kind of common bond. And I knew that I needed a product. And, and so there you have the Leo. It's interesting. You talk about like the tight knit, you know, of, of a group. And, uh, if you ever notice the good groups on Facebook, the ones that, you know, you, you like to be involved with because it does feel like a family are the ones, like you said, they can put out something that can be like a token, you know, something that, you know, they people can have and they can use it for whatever purpose they might need in life, but they just, they look at it for whatever that they, for whatever comfort that they need in that, you know, whatever it is. But the, the close knitness of the groups is what makes them really cool because you do feel like, you know, you're part of something more than just, you know, a piece of metal or a piece of wood or uh, you're more of an idea more than you are, you know, anything else. You jump. Well, ahead. you're not you're not when you're buying a Leo, you can just be a customer. You, absolutely. You but you can be, you know, a Leon. Well, what you is which is the um, Irish American that is the Celtic name for or Gaelic name of uh, of a line. So you know, I created that. We give out numbers, you know, and that's just based off my observation of who's doing things the way I like to see them done, giving without wanting recognition. Uh, just helping out. So, you know, I invite every, everyone, everyone's invited to the table, but the ones that, that I tend to lean, you know, more to are the people. And I mean, I just see a need in our society. I mean, look at how much, look how big this community is. Well, I don't think that people love knives and, little bottle opener so much that they're in there and spend all day weeks and all their time they're in there because they want to feel belong in our society we the problem is is we're getting too far away from each other you know it's too hard to belong to something and 
so there it, cre- it creates a lot of drama because it's easy to not to look each other in the face and and yell terrible things at each other, but when you sit in a room with people, you know, and you look somebody in their eyes and, and then call them, you know, names, it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, of course it does, but it, it's less likely to happen. Well, so it- I just think this generation from me in the you know in their 40s to i don't know 20 something looking to feel like they want you know to belong to something and and that's the key absolutely i I understand that completely man it's a a great you know group to be part of so i want to talk about this stuff i want to talk about this okay so a while ago i started talking to you because i was actually a part of the abides tactical group back when it first started up you yes. were you were in the process of creating a, a an EDC item called the tool again, correct? Which is a giant, which is a big shamrock. That it, it wasn't supposed to be big, but yeah, that's what it ended up being. Was a I had no idea what I was doing, and it came out that like you said, way too big. But yeah. So, but Go you ahead. came up with a really cool idea with the way that you held your uh, your um, screwdriver piece on there with a magnet. That was a really unique idea. Yes, and that, and <clears throat> now that part is is not me at all. That was uh, my production team. I was using a production team out of California, made up of Skylar U and. I would rather not mention the other guy's name absolutely, because uh, he still hasn't answered some questions. And I never even received the CAD file wow. on this whole deal. So now, Skylar, you and I are, are very close, but I still can't answer some of those questions. But the other guy, uh, you know, he was kind of the engineer. You know, it... This stuff is in my brain. I just, I actually even have nerve damage from how severe of an alcoholic I was. Wow. So I can't work with my hands very well. Sometimes it's hard for me to even breach in a video. But yes, that was very, you know, it was all thought up. How many tools can we get into one shamrock? You know, and that was one is uh, putting the magnets in there to keep keep that screw uh, you know keep that screw bit in there and uh, that the, the tool again could have gone places I never got the proto oh that sucks yeah so by the time you reviewed it it took me six weeks before I even got mine there were people that got theirs that ordered them wow yeah, it, it was a mess that they had to drop, and nobody knew. My production team didn't even show up for the drop. Wow. And I took on everybody's money. Yeah, because I and remember. I noticed they weren't there, and I thought, well, that's weird because it's their first their first drop ever as a production team. And they weren't even that's there for that? Well, we only made 13, and uh, that's all we could get out because we were using a co-op, or, or they were, because – we're working from coast to coast. This was all my brainchild. Well, I I remember what? when it, I remember when it happened because I actually got in on the first drop 
you returned the money and said, I'm not going to drop them again. And then you redropped it. And I was lucky enough to get in there to get it again. But you're saying there's only 13 of these that were made? Yes. Wow. Yes, there were only 13 that were made and we sold out in, I don't know, It's it, it went so fast. I don't know if it was minutes, seconds. I don't know. It was a crazy time in my life. I, <laughs> I should have delayed the drop. My grandfather passed away the night before I dropped him. Wow. And so I was kind of in a weird place and he was my best friend and he was my, he meant everything to me. And he died in my hands the day before. And everybody was like, man, just back up, you know? And I was like, no, he would want me to push on. So I was like, let's get this, this thing done. They dropped, we sold, we collected the money and then they were supposed to ship and, and, all of a sudden when I couldn't find them for two days I dove on top of the money and I was like I, I don't run like this I don't know if I can trust you they're wondering if they can trust me so I was like then you're gonna have to answer all the people and I'm gonna send them all their money back which actually put us in a financial bind that week um and and then the production team, I, taught, I warned them that I will drop you in here and then the people can get them from you. And they called my bluff and I dropped them in there. <laughs> and and they did end up getting out. Um, they did produce them, but those were the last ones to ever be produced. And uh, what's out there is there. And, um, and so... That's what happened there. So and I you, don't know where the CAD file is today. I don't know if there, I mean, there had to have been one. Well, that sucks, man. You don't even have the uh, prototype or the files on something I, that you created? Uh, no. Wow. I don't have the file. I have the, uh, let's see, I've, I've got a prototype now. And then I have another friend of mine. Well, actually, I have one of the aluminum. So I do have, you know, an actual tool again. And then I, uh, a really good friend of mine wanted one of the brass. So I sold it to him um, and because he wanted it so bad. And in case I ever wanted it back to redo something, you know, under the idea that uh, he would, you know, get it back to me. Uh, at the time, I was so devastated with my grandfather and then trying to make sense of all this that happened. I don't know why it happened. Uh, the money, the money never, you know, they got the money, but I wasn't out any money either. But nobody made money. So it just completely broke even. Mm, wow. So that's the thing is there, you know, it wasn't a... It, it's easy to say it wasn't over money. So something else was involved on that deal that I still can't explain. You know, and people are just like, you know, move on. I mean, I learned a lot. Like, I should have had a prototype. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I had people trying to get me to do, let's make 20, uh, mass produce 20, and I didn't know anything about water jets. I didn't understand any of this stuff. I was so ignorant at that time. Let's do 20 Damascus and 
and you know, two hundred dollars a piece. With but they didn't want to create the community. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want the community. I could care less about dropping twenty shamrocks. And you know, and I had other people pushing it that way. And I was like, no, I don't. I don't care about the tool. I do, but it's more about the community. That's what I wanted. Number one, with a great tool. <clears throat> and somewhere in all that, I I speculate somebody got to my production team, and the CAD disappears and it, it just never is to be corrected and never to be resurrected again. I don't know. I may be paranoid on that. I, I don't have, I, I still don't have an answer as long as that's been. So I don't know. Well, that really sucks, dude, because, it, you know, we talked, you know, occasionally here and there. And that's one of the things you talked about. You'd like to revisit it if you ever get a chance again. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at the thing and I'm like, yeah, I would buy one of these. Like, yeah, it's kick, pretty kick ass. But you don't even have the original, you don't have the CAD or anything. No, I don't, I don't even have the original CAD. And I've thought about doing 2.0. I know how to, yeah. you know, I know how the process is to make one. I mean, you. I can have it redone and have it done professionally. Those weren't even done professionally at the time. But the first thing I noticed when I got them is I was like, whoa, way too big, way too big, you know. And uh, and with the aluminum, they slipped on the breach. Um, but, yeah, so I've had people talk about 2.0. And stuff like that. And and when I mention it, a lot of my friends that tried to help me pick back up don't really want to. For some reason, they don't really want me to revisit it. <laughs> it's a very sore subject. Oh, I, after hearing the know, story. I don't know. After hearing the story, I can absolutely understand why everybody tells you to stay away. You know, Yeah, I, they're just like, there's something was there and, you know you know just pick up and and do what you're doing and and forget about that thing well yeah after uh hearing that story i understand okay so the tooligan's going i'm proud and honored to have one of them i didn't realize there was that few of them out there yes uh, I, I believe that's right i believe there's 13 i've got one of the green ones so one of the green ones yeah there uh, it seems like there were four green four uh silver vein and uh, maybe four brass. And it was that one, you had one blue line as well. Yes, that's right. The thin blue line. So that makes 13. Yeah, there was that one. That blue... one was to be auctioned off and was. Okay. Did it go to somebody good? Yes, it went to, uh, it's funny because he doesn't have a Leo, but he hangs out in the group quite a bit. Um can't think of his name right now. He's a police officer down in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, that's awesome that it went to a police but officer. But he, he still drops in a lot. And and he'll occasionally show his tooligan. No doubt. Well, I'm proud of that. So every so often I show mine off as well. Like I said, I had no idea there was that few. I never actually thought to ask you that. That's like a big wiener. You're always trying to show it off. <laughs> it really <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, uh, you know, I mean, that was the, the idea was, 
they were being done on co-op time with co-op machinery. Um, so 13 was was all we could get out. And I, and I felt, I, you know, some of the production team got mad because they thought I was pushing. But I think I was pushing at the time because I was having to answer a lot of questions because there's a difference. And this is no shot against 13. It just has to do with 13. With all their four-leaf clovers and all their symbolism or whatever, this didn't have anything to do with riding their coattails or anything because those true Irish Americans or definitely Irish Catholics know that there's a difference between a shamrock and a four-leaf clover. Those, the shamrock stands for the Trinity and the, and the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's how St. Patrick taught the people of Ireland how the, the Trinity worked together. Four is an Americanized uh, version for luck. Well, if you believe in grace, you don't believe in luck. So I had to tell that story. I had no idea how many people honestly didn't know there was a difference between the three and the four. Really? Hmm. And I and I told that story over and over. It was a big thing because I had a lot of people tag me when I was showing things. And they were tagging 13, which I, I talked to them, uh, some of the guys, Billy, and I even talked to uh, Chris, you know, and he was like, yeah, I get it. It's a total, it's a total different deal, you know? So we never had a beef over it either. Well, that's good to hear. They're good people over there. Too. But a lot of, a lot of fanboys, as you can imagine, were trying to say I was trying to run off of some kind of idea. Well, remember, you were talking about that too, man. It's that internet nuts again. You know, I mean, everybody's just trying to get everybody against each other. You know, it's yeah. there's three on this and four on there. I mean, come on, guys, get over yourself. Uh, I mean, yeah. look, look, uh, the you know, shamrocks, four-leaf clovers, you know, all those different things are on T-shirts and hats and belt buckles and socks and underwear and cups. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, nobody, nobody owns. Yeah, nobody shamrock. owns. Nobody, nobody owns, owns that. The, so four-leaf clover. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's kind of silly for people to even get all butthurt over things like that, in my mind. But well, I know that I know they're out there, but uh, the way I look at it is uh, they can go uh, suck a dick. Yeah, no, pretty much. That's pretty much the way I dealt with it. But except for I didn't tell them to do that. I just educated them on what I knew and what they didn't know. So you killed them. Most with, of the time, they were pretty stunned. You killed them with kindness as opposed that. to Mike saying, fuck you and get out of here. Like, All right, so move on. Get so, over yourself. So, so that's the, the horrible story about the tool again, which I'm sorry to hear. But then along comes the Leo. You I like just, the Leo. Leo's cool. I you, want one. You disappear for a while. Obviously, you lick your wounds, you come back, you come out fighting, dude, with an awesome tool. Where'd you come up with the idea? So, did you actually get prototypes of this? Are there, like... Yes, this time I worked, uh, I worked with the team. Did you work with a different production team or the same? (laughs) Yes, yes. Come on, dude, really? Well, I mean, some people, you know, you... Why why would he do that to himself again? That's why I was asking. That's why I was asking. You don't know. This time... This time I started over. Now I was pretty paranoid at first I about bet, who I, I was going to deal with yeah. and talk to about this thing. 
but uh, it's pretty interesting. So okay, uh, here's uh, the thing. My grandfather's name was Leo. Oh shit! He's the one that died in my hands, uh, in my arms, the night, the the day before we dropped the tulagen. Uh, I don't even know how to do it, but I was playing around, and if you remember Abide's Tactical, used to be a bearded man that I based off the Big Lebowski, basically, and it was kind of, you know, the, 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 the dude, the dude Abide's, oh, yeah. I don't know, I was kind of playing off, off that kind of stuff. Okay. But anyhow, I got on a... I don't even know how I did this. I, I, I still don't know how to do it. But I got on my logo and I started playing around with with that image. And somehow I put a lion's face over top of it. I, I still don't know how I did it. I mean, it may not be hard to do. I don't know, but I it was just kind of in a daze. Okay. And I put that over it, and I went, man, that actually looks good to me. So I left it up. And, <laughs> of course, I'm pretty, you know, I'm mourning my grandfather. And my grandfather's a real, he, man, he was tough, you know, Green Beret, you know, World War II guy. Wow. Grew up during the Great Depression in the South, you know. Well, um, and, um, you know, so just just being tough and and then all of a sudden i started getting reactions from people they were like they started pointing it out to me because i went back to just kind of selling you know some zts here and there and i became an adv dealer there for a little bit but i had people hitting me up saying man that's you right there you are the line that never quits you never give up. Those that know you know that's you. And it's interesting because, you know, I was like, uh, you know, I kind of beat myself up at the time because I'd screwed up so bad. But I went, you know, I, my, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to astrology, but I grew up my whole life knowing I'm a Leo, born August the 12th, 1975. Uh, my grandfather's name was Leo. Uh, it just all started to make sense. And then even Ernest Calhoun um, or Thomas Pugh, however you guys know him from Slingers, he even started nudging me. And he was like, man, I'm telling you, do the line. The line's huge and the line's huge. You know, the, the Tuligan, the Shamrock, you know, I did just let it go it, and it took me he kind of nudged me along for I don't know two or three maybe four months and I was like I was trying to I can't draw my hands are horrible so I couldn't get my my daughter daughter is a, is an artist I mean oh. not professional but uh but she doodles and stuff and uh so at least you had somebody you could tell your ideas to and she could work it yeah, out. Yeah, and I was trying to reach out to anybody because I was like, man, I've got it this time. All I need is, is, you know, just that peace to bond us. 
and if I could do a, a cool line, but I, I can't, you know, I can't draw. So I got one of my good friends, uh, Doug Burgess, who is also Burge Customs. And Doug became one of the only guys that, man, he and I were so tight and we talked like every day. He came in right at the end of the tulip and, you know, I told him, I was like, man, you've been here since day one. You know how I am. I don't know what's going on here. Watch this drop. He saw things were weird and everything. So he sees it fall and uh, spectrum energetics and I turn it into a CAD file. And so I, I just had, a, I had some protos made. Uh, I was more worried about the looks of the line than I was about how good they were breachers. But Doug had a good feeling that, because I knew most people were going to go for the mouth. Yeah. If you notice, that, that was, that's from the main. The, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you about. Um, so have you had anybody return them or say that they've messed the mouth up because they use that as a breacher? <laughs> no, I, I haven't. And okay. I'm surprised I haven't. I, I've tried to keep uh, videos, which is pretty interesting. If you see, we don't have a lot of breach videos. And, um, and that's just been kind of passed on. Because it, it, it will actually breach. I would imagine it would. With yeah. the mouth, it's just not the way it was intended to, yeah. to be breached it's kind of rough i've seen and and yeah it can chip and do and you know cause damage but no i haven't okay and i hope that that doesn't start now (laughs) (laughs) i just spoke it into existence so so something else i wanted to ask you about too man is the face is a neat idea too just that little etching in there to give the nose and the the veins and the mane was that part of the original process or did you do that later with the prototypes no, the, no, we did that. The protos don't have that. No. Okay. Um, that's the thing. Got the protos. You know, I, I'm not the kind of person. You know, I have things in my head, but you know, and that, that's where I need somebody else. That's why I'm I'm good at at at, at taking artists, and and that's what I say. I give them a canvas. You know, Forbes does a lot of my, uh, or we've done a lot of co- collabs lately. Or and and I look for talented modifiers, and I and I try to inspire them and say, man, this is what I really feel like this should look like. You know, and and you know, I, I don't tell them I want them to do their thing. Okay. But I, that's what I try to do. So. You know, with Doug, I was like, it needs a little bit more detail with a, you know, you know, it just doesn't yeah. need to be just this this line. It, it it needs to actually have some emotion to it because so, there is a lot of emotion in it. So it's actually really cool that if you turn it over and you look at the side that you know, Mike actually is seeing side, it yeah. for the first time, and without the etching in it, you can see that it's absolutely aligned. Yeah. But then you see just that little bit of etching makes it, a world of difference. It gives it character. It gives it a personality more than just a, a shape, you know. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's definitely, you know, that's, you know, I, I'll spend the extra money to, you know, I don't put anything out that that I myself wouldn't carry or use. I, I was in sales a long time ago. 
uh, uh, and I had a hard time in sales because if I don't like it, I don't love it, then I have a hard time selling it. I, I just, I'm not, I, I just can't hustle that way. I can't, I can't tell people to spend money on something I wouldn't spend my own money on. Oh, I can dig it. So I do have another question for you too, man. So you had some mm-hmm. prototypes made. What happened yes. to the prototypes? Where are they? And how many are there? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I've see, got one. See, that that's always the thing. Those are the neat things to know about the history of something. So somebody else sitting on other ones? I'm trying to remember. I've got one and I can't. There was there were there weren't many made okay. on this one. So you had to design down I've pretty well. I've got a brass one, I know. And if if there is another one, it's probably it's it's got to be Doug. Okay. But I haven't asked him in a while. But I don't think he does. He might actually he might. If it if if there are, there must be two. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so we've come up with it. So now we know about the prototype. Like, it, it's awesome. You've got it in your hand. So now mm-hmm. the big thing is, is now you're deciding to sell it. How do you come up with your yeah. price point, you know, on what to sell? And the big thing is, how do you get it out there to get people to get hyped about it? Because you've got people all over your drops now. You drop something and you, you have a really, your stuff, if you're dropping 10 of them, they're going to be gone in five minutes, if even that long. You've got a hell of a community behind you now. Yeah, the the pricing was done like this. If you look, there are there are several similar uh, breachers. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I look at those breachers and I get the price point, but I see what they cost me to have made and like i said it's not all about the money to me so i'm not calling anybody else greedy and i'm not by any means man get what you want do what you want to do ask what you want my main intention was to just get back enough to keep feeding this thing Absolutely. And, and so that's what I get. And if there's, you know, anything left that, you know, I, I put into another project that, that it's ever turning like that. So, you know, and, and of course I make a little bit here and there, but I've got, I got married and, and picked up a 15 year old now, uh, be 19 year old daughter. Rest of it goes to her. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, so she so wasn't then, my child. I mean, she's she's mine now, but her dad abandoned her when she was nine. So all of a sudden, I became dad. Here is old, you know, fuck up alcoholic, agnostic, lost guy. And all of a sudden, I'm dad, you know, at, uh, 37, 38, now I'm 42. So been some some crazy ordeals with that. I'm sure, absolutely. Not having kids before. And all of a sudden you got a 15-year-old and yeah, that, now a freshman in college. Interesting time to have that dropped on you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. uh being a uh, uh co-parent myself or you know my son is I'm I'm pretty much raised him since he was 4. I know um I know how that goes and it's it's definitely something that uh you got to learn as you go. Now I yeah. do I do got a question for you about the Leo. Okay. Um so I don't know this because Matt, you know, the first time we've talked, talked about it was tonight. Uh, he's got the titanium one here. What what else can you get him in? Can you get him in like, do you like what? Like what oh, you... I, let's see. We've dropped. Uh, uh, I, I never did aluminum. I just thought that was too weak to begin with. And I had done it on the Tulian, but I've dropped stainless steel. Um, I did black stainless steel. Which oh, I, like I retired. Oh, um, that stuff looks good though. That stuff's hard then to I've find. Done, it looks good though. Uh, our, but our go-to is TI copper and brass. Yeah, I like the copper and brass. And stuff. they have stayed the I same like the, price. The titanium it's stuff too. Seventy-five for a TI. It's sixty-five for copper or brass. And I have not changed that since the first day we've dropped. Now. Where you see the price point go up is my is when I have to use a modifier, and then that's based on what they're charging me. So you know I can get better lump deals, but my intentions were that I was going to show a lot of people a lot of artists, and then they would just buy stock for me, and then they would go to the person themselves. Well, it turns out that. I don't know. I guess they want, they would rather me go ahead and have them done. That seems to be the way. So that's what I keep doing. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it, it it cuts another person out of the equation. Things can get out a little bit faster if they're not going through a chain of command. I could see why people would want it that way. But and you know, yeah, so it's the, probably more financially beneficial it. for you as well. But it is more work that you got to go ahead and do in less amount of time. <laughs> and well, like everything yeah, else, we don't have. We don't time. know. You know, I get a lot of them in my hands that, uh, of course, are, you know, are great pieces of the art. I mean, these are all great guys, but, you know, I get some of them and I go, man, I don't know if that's going to sell. You know, it wasn't somebody, you know, somebody didn't send it to this person and say, can you do it this way? You know, so I let them go on them and I may get eight and I may look at two or three and go, I personally don't like them. And they may be the fastest ones that go. You know, that's where imagination comes in, you know. Um, people have different tastes. So it's kind of worked out. So I guess, you know, these artists do things that uh, that I, I otherwise wouldn't think of myself sometimes. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome that uh, you have all kinds of uh, guests come in and do stuff like that, which is neat, and all that stuff. And also the extra swag that came with it. What Are, are they dens that people make, the leather sheaths for them? Yes, we had, uh, <clears throat> I think we've got four, four, maybe five people that make uh, leather, leather dens. And then we had one guy making Kydex. Oh, I forgot about the Kydex. Uh, Jeez, which I've got, I've got a couple of those myself, and then the rest of them are leather. Uh, that seems to have died down a little bit. I'm not really sure why. Um, I think people maybe, are okay with just putting them in their pocket. Maybe I guess with each collection, 
a person has one or two and that's enough. I don't know I, that, but <clears throat> that was another aspect too, that, that that's something I wanted to feed the community. It wasn't all about feeding me. And that's why a lot of people hear me use the term, uh, eat off my plate. Well, <clears throat> besides making that Leo, you know, I've got, you know, I let people openly sell lanyards for them. You know, the the leather, you know, sheaths, uh -huh. uh, anything, anything that they can relate. You know, uh, I've got people that make hanks and they try to to make them to where they, you know, they fit the 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 atmosphere or however you want to say it. And uh, I like the hanks. I, I'm running a gall yeah. right now, as a matter of fact, because we've got some uh, Leons that that buy them, and uh, they don't want to be recognized, but they buy them, and we run galls off of them. But there are some people that are, you know, kind of running their business with lanyards, and uh, uh, it was like Perry Lawson. He makes a lot of beads. Yeah. With a very good lanyard maker, Bob McWhirter, who makes some of the most amazing lanyards I've ever seen. And of course, Perry does a great job. Yeah, absolutely. There and those two kind of teamed up and they make a lot of the lanyards that go with these things. I think lanyards do a lot of justice with these because they kind of create that main effect the main of the line there was that one guy who's got like six or seven of them on there with the shells on it that makes it look like a lion mane they're, they're, oh yeah yeah uh, i forget who uh, that is lanyards bark smith that might be who it is but it's really cool he put like five or six of them on there it's real long dude it's really cool looking yeah I, I yeah he uh, um I don't know what he charged for that. I never got involved really. And seeing, I, I kind of stay out of all that stuff. It's got to be kind of cool. I, I, don't, for... I don't get paid for, I don't get paid for any of that. It's got to be kind of cool to see what people end up doing with your creation though. It's got to be kind of like an artist who sings, um, you know, like doing on the radio or something, you know, uh, an artist that has their music. What do you want? Jesus Christ, dude. So but it's got to be cool to see that stuff, like how people oh, alter it, it and is. stuff and make it their own. Oh, it is, man. That you know, that's my favorite part about <clears throat> when you're actually talking about the tool is, you know, when they have their Leo, and 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 I get to see what they do to it and and how they dress it, how they take care of it, oh. you know, how they dump it, whatever, you know. That's, an interesting uh, that's what one. it's all about, you know, uh, is, is customizing them, make them yours. That's an interesting way of putting it, how they dress it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're like dolls. I mean, I've got one that's uh, Chris Borden did a couple of uh, uh, wooden uh, attachments that are mains. They oh, kind of yeah. look like afros, which is kind of <laughs> funny, and that's why I bought them. One's a purple and uh, it kind of reminds me of Jimi Hendrix, Purple Haze. Oh, nice. And uh, then uh, he made two of them, and I don't think they really sold well. But I went ahead and bought them because I thought they were, to me, I thought it was cool and it was different. So, And they fit right on top of there. It, it, it looks pretty interesting, but it, um, anything, man. I, I just love seeing people get creative. 
Well, I'm sitting here right. Can you do me a favor right now, Philip? I've got you. What's that? So we're using cell phones to talk right now. Can you yeah. get on a tablet or a pad or your computer or something and accept Mike Caldwell's request to become a Leo? You know, on the page okay. because that way we can ask some of the questions that were asked. I don't want to dump you off my phone by picking it up again. Okay, hold on just a second. All right, he just requested you. So let's peel back the curtain a little bit and show you what goes on around here. So that way I don't have to do it. We can ask right. some of these bizarre questions that were asked of you, dude. <laughs> okay, hold on just a second. Is it uh who where who is the request from? Mike. Michael Caldwell. Okay. Hey, this is good. This is good radio here, man. You can't I beat can this stuff. This is good podcasting it. here. That's <laughs> the beauty of editing. I can make all this disappear. There. All right. Okay. Yeah, he's in now. Okay. Right, cool. Thank you, sir. Cool, cool. All right, we'll, now uh, we'll pull it up and we'll start asking some of these questions that we're asking. Oh, okay. Cause that's what we did, man. I thought it was nice, you know. Actually, had the opportunity to talk to you earlier that you wanted, you were able to come on tonight. Let's see what the people want to hear. Yeah, uh, I'm interested. I saw some of them earlier. And I yeah, I'm hoping was, you didn't look at them all. But I think there's, there's they all, I don't think we're going to get to all of them. But well yeah, I'll, I'll give you this. And I'll use it. Them. <laughs> all right, so let me see here. Let me go back to the top here. Okay. Perry Lawson's just tore this shit up, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm like, man, Perry, you answer all that shit first before I do. I'm trying. So, therefore, you can throw yourself under the bus. Okay, so, Robert Logan. One of the things I always think is cool, like, I'm still a podcasting geek as well. I think it's awesome when my name's mentioned on a podcast, so I'll make sure I tell who did this stuff, too. So, Robert Logan asked, how did you come up with the Leo concept? And I think that you've covered that rather well. Yes, that that all came from uh, deciding on the line and the name. Uh, most people thought it was law enforcement officer. Uh, well, and, and, and I do have some law enforcement officers, you know, inside the Leo, and it means that to them, and, and that's fine, but that is not what it, it actually stands for. It's that... My grandfather's name was Leo McBride. And, uh, but then, you know, if you, I think a lot of people associate that name Leo with Leo the Lion. So it just, it just, it's all it could be. It was driven off of, off of him and what he meant to me in my life. And, and, um, and the timing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it took me a year. I didn't even know until last Christmas Eve. I really realized at Christmas Eve that I'd been mourning him since June. Wow. I just kind of woke up Christmas Eve and I started getting better Christmas Eve. But I went through, I don't know, just a lot of anger. And, and I don't know, I guess man can mourn in many ways. And I usually spent Christmas Eve with him by the fire. And uh, I, I spent it by myself. Even my family went to Nashville. And my dad didn't even really know what to do. And so I just stayed at home. And I sat and mourned. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I spent most of that day just crying. But I realized that's what it, you know, everything had gone by so fast. Um, 
but I remember everything he taught me and he taught me how to be a, you know, a man, a man of truth, <clears throat> you know, and, and another thing about the line, uh, I believe it was St. Augustine. I'm really getting into a lot of St. Augustine stuff. Uh, and I believe it was St. Augustine who once quoted, the truth is like a line, set it free, and you don't have to protect it, it will defend itself. So if you tell the truth, always, then you don't have to worry about all these side stories that you have going on. It will defend itself because truth is truth and people can't, there's nothing, you can't get into these wayward conversations with people about if it is or it isn't. No, no it, doubt. it defends itself. Absolutely. So, it's you know, cool. my grandfather was a huge man of the truth, even when it hurt. Absolutely. I, I think people are going to be pushing a few buttons with you because um, I can see how some of these answers are going to be rather deep, too. This next one, <laughs> this one's going to take a little while to get through, too, I'm sure. Um, Mitch will ask, what motivates you to do better and be better? I think he kind of already hit on that a little bit ago in a little bit. Um. Man, the, the people. The community, the, bringing people together. The, the community is what it's all about for me. You know, I'm constantly, uh, constantly dropping polls. I, I can't wait for them. I just dropped the claw, uh, and we, we had 45 claws, and we sold 43 out. Uh, what was that? Thursday night, I believe. Okay. We sold 43 of them. We didn't get them out because I just got married inside the church uh, Saturday. So uh, we got them out Monday. So I think it'll be uh, tomorrow or Friday when they get them. But I can't wait to poll them because we did them in TI, brass, and copper, and I can't wait to see what their thoughts are and see if we can't get into some more materials. Wow. So I'm constantly wanting, you know, and, and I'm always asking, you know, if you got an idea, man, push me, you know, uh, you know, tell me, you know, the call I've been working on for quite some time, um, okay. and I finally got it, got it right. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, Oh, we got so, any? yeah, it, it just, I, I, I'm a pretty self-motivated person anyway. I, I just, I, I have a lot of, I mean, I do, I have a lot of imagination. Like I said, I can't color inside the lines of a coloring book, but damn, my head won't stop. You know, um, I, I need artists. I need people surrounding me, you know, that can, can do things. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, once you get that I can't get that stuff out of your head and somebody can pick yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, take that, you know, I can tell, I know what looks good. I'm, you know, I, to me, I feel like I do. I know what I like. And, uh, but I need people, yeah. you know, Doug, like Doug, for example, we work together perfect because I'm like, Doug, I, man, I like this, but it needs a little love. And that's all I have to tell him now. And he knows what I mean. And usually when it, it, that kind of sounds sissy, but it needs a little love, need, means it needs to be roughed up a little bit. 
it's got to have some character. You know, uh, one thing about all my guns that, you know, my kids or, or my family always sees them, they get roughed up and scratched, and my kids are like, now your gun has a scratch on it. No, it's got character. Exactly. Um, you know, you got to have character, too. You're so, you're an prick about that stuff. No, look at my guns, man. They're full of scratches and shit. <laughs> um, so, let's speedball some questions real quick because, uh, you know, we got a lot of questions. We'll try and get through as many as we can before we. We got to run here, but uh, Perry, Lawson, at, Perry Lawson, Lawson wants to know uh, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck? <laughs> how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a, if a woodchuck could chuck wood? That's there you all go. I know. That finishes it. Yeah. What's your favorite football team? People want to know. Uh, college Notre Dame Fighting Irish, all the way, one hundred percent. We killed ourselves against Miami, so I'm sick. But Miami came out, showed up, and kicked our ass. Why do they call it a podcast and not a droid cast? <laughs> hey, well, I don't know. That's, that, that's Perry. Steve again. Jobs at, but I guess he'd be hard to ask. Uh, let's see. The next one up. Uh, where's the beef? <laughs> you know, last I saw was at Wendy's in the 80s. Uh, at the best prices. I mean, like I said, the, the claw is an accessory. The keychain, if you ha- if you guys haven't seen it, and it breaches, but it's a lion's claw that is truly drawn. Uh, my buddy Z Germans and I, uh, he can draw. Uh, we went over that thing. That CAD file, that CAD file, cost me more than the Leo CAD file. Wow, <clears throat> that's how many different adjustments I made on it. Wow, looking forward to that. But um, I forgot where I was going with that. But so, oh, but I'm offering that at a lower price because I think that's what people need that can, if they can't afford a Leo, well, maybe they can afford, you know, to be a part of it by having a call. If I'm not mistaken, you're doing you're doing a pre-order, aren't you? So usually that's what a lot of people do. They do a pre-order at a lower price. When you get the originals, no, I, then it no, jumps hell, up. I just bought them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I went ahead and bought them, and I dropped forty. Uh, it was interesting because I dropped forty-five and sold that. Uh, sold forty-three of them. Uh, what happened within the last like one? an hour, and I forgot, and I had two left over, oh. and I needed two wedding gifts. Oh no, shit! So it worked out. I was like, yeah, my deacon, and then my best friend, who's like my brother, got the other one. And so I was like, yeah, uh, problem solved. Absolutely. Okay, we got a couple more questions here. Um, okay. Mitch will ask, what's your favorite piece you've ever owned? It could be knife, breacher, gun, jewelry. They want to know what your favorite piece you ever owned was. Favorite piece? Man, any kind of 12-gauge. 12-gauge <laughs> helped save my life. Don't parse I found passion gauge. in duck hunting. I love the duck hunt. Nice, okay. So I love 12 gauges, whether they're hunting 12 gauges, whether they're uh, home defense 12 gauges, whether they're Benelli M4s. I love the kick of a 12 gauge. A 12 gauge is me. Now, I'm not slow. I am slow. I'm not fast, sneaky. I'm kicking the door in your face, loud, obnoxious, bang. Nice. Damn right. So uh, next question would be uh, Perry Lawson wants to know, do you believe in aliens? And if so, do you think they would want a Leo? <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if there are, 
guarantee you they want to live. No, there you go. Damn, there's some good beers down here they want to try. <laughs> Whether it be root or alcohol, right? Do what now? Whether it be root beer or alcohol. Yeah, right? I, a brew is a brew. Whatever, man. So, hey, I'm five years sober, but damn it, it's hard passing the fat tire. Hey, I ain't going to lie to you. Um, that was my favorite. Was it? And I see a lot of these new ones, and I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I look at it. Just no. can't partake in it, man. I hear you. Kill me. Um, but so, I was drinking Jack Daniels. Oh, Whole okay. different deal. Half a gallon a night. Jesus, dude. So, Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what killed me. I can understand that. All yeah. right, so I'm happy to see this, but he didn't actually ask you a question because I'm coming after him one of these times, too. Philip McBride just had a comment. He didn't actually uh, ask you a question. He said, well, I can answer all these for days. It's called I Have No Clue. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm coming after him one of these days, too. He's on my list. Um, yeah. Let's see. Perry Lawson has another one. Wouldn't it have been funny if Trump named the turkey he pardoned Kim Jong-un mm. and then changed his mind and shot it instead and pardoned another turkey named Putin? It would, yeah, it would, that would not <laughs> surprise me. And Trump, that would, sounds like something he would do. I'm surprised he hasn't done it already. Um, if, you won the lot, if you won the lottery, how much would you send to your buddy Perry Lawson? <laughs> I would like to just get my Zert bead that I've been asking for for about seven months now. How's <laughs> he like that? Uh, let's see. Um, what else we got here? Uh, da, 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 da. I told Perry that um, there'd be no time for me to ask any questions. He said, it's your interview, bro. I'm just uh, just playing around. He's just a lowly bead maker. Yeah, I saw that. I really did not. So I don't know what it makes me where I get interviewed. So I don't really know how to. Well, hell, if he wants to come on, I'm come a very on. humble, humble hey, person. He's I've, a hell of a bead maker, man. You know, maybe you should interview him. I like any beads. <laughs> so there was another question. When can we expect another patch? Another patch? Yes. I've tried to work on that a couple of times. The. the the patch maker I had, I found out they did some personal things with uh, someone else in the community, and I'm I'm pretty uh, I pay attention to stuff like that, and uh, didn't give didn't give this person credit for their art, didn't give this person any money, uh, didn't didn't even give them the patch that she yeah, drew. Sure. Damn. So, uh, the first patch, uh, probably said too much there. The first patch was done by them. Of course, it was an abides patch. So, they, they're probably not even going to listen anyway. So, I don't care. But, so, I, I, I need a patch maker. And I, I did meet a guy on Instagram the other day who does PVC patches. I collect patches. I'm really into Guardian. And Abraham helps. Um, so I, I, it's a possibility. If I can, I, I used to be in the patches there for a while, but I just, I haven't had much time lately. Okay, I, so. If I do, it's Guardian because I, I have the whole icon. Angel, so what, guardian angel set. Okay, so what I'm saying is the answer to that question is a definite maybe someday. Leave it alone. Get over yourself. Yep. 
So I, I got to read. <laughs> yeah. Let me read this whole thread to you, and then you can answer the question. Also, okay. it's getting cold. Can we ex- expect a, pre- uh, a pre-order on hoodies? Somebody answered yes. Also, can hoodies be black? Yeah, Perry Lawson. Yes, somebody is in for a black hoodie. I'm just saying we need to get these hoodies rolling. Uh, somebody agrees with it, and somebody says yes, sir. So apparently, we're looking for black hoodies. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> By your stunned silence, I don't um... have any. I don't have any hoodies in the works. I did the the t-shirts. Yes, I lost money on. Matt is wearing one right now. I'm wearing the Abide t-shirt. I lost right money now. on the t-shirts. And T-shirts I are I tough. Going to because if you get to know me, I won't put anything out unless it's quality. So uh, I could have made them with Hanes or you know something of lesser quality. But when it came down to that choice, you know, I by the time shipping was done, I lost a little money on it. I, I love. I if, if I love something like right now. I'm actually wearing a, <clears throat> a copper shed shirt. So, man, if I love something, man, I want the t-shirt. So Absolutely. that was kind of a personal thing with me too. I was like, man, I gotta have the shirt. Um, who's one maker you'd like to work with but haven't yet? Uh, one maker that I haven't worked with yet, I would like to work with. I've worked with quite a few. Um, man, it seems like there was somebody earlier that that came to my mind, and and I actually almost said, "Oh, I know who it is." It's Abraham Helper. Okay. From Guardian uh, Guardian Tactical. No, okay. He's in the patches, but he does. Uh, uh, he does gear, and he does, uh, you know, Glock uh, back plates and all kinds of magazines. And, you know, I, I don't know. He does all kinds of stuff, coins. I don't know. I, something with he and I would be very interesting. Da, 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 um... So... I, so yeah, Abraham Helper. Okay. And I, I need to reach out to him. I don't I don't have anything in mind right now. He I know he's very, very uh and has to be strict about that about that icon. I'm sure. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. I think he saw someone China was trying to uh uh was already trying to knock off the the guardian icon let's see so i don't know it, you know i even offered him one time uh, to make i wanted some co- uh, a copper guardian decal so i reached out to him then and i even told him for a sticker because i know stickers don't cost that much i told him i'd pay for them if they had them made but he didn't he never answer that uh, let me see somebody else. Let's see. Uh, what did I just? Oh, Z Germains ask fantasy or drama. He says what now? Fantasy or drama? Fantasy or drama? Man, I don't really like either. I guess fantasy because okay, uh, you know, 
comics, stuff like that. Okay, so these are e- these cool. are easy questions. You can answer these pretty quick. Why do I <laughs> vegans want meat flavored foods? Normalcy. The, excuse me, I'm sorry, I can't hear. Why do vegans want meat flavored foods? You know, like tofurkey and hot dogs and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I completely understand that. It's because they're lying to themselves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There you go. They really want meat. What song do you sing in the car when you're all by yourself? Um, man, I wish I'd have been quicker on that. That's a that's a good song. <laughs> it should have just like came out. I'm such a a huge huge music fan of all kinds. All right, so what do you got? Give me a song. Da- Damn, it was a good day. Okay, absolutely. A little ice cube. Nice. Okay. I got a beard comb that has that etched on it. Today was a good day. I didn't have to use my AK. Yeah, I didn't have to use my AK. I got a pair of slots with that on it. If you had a hammer, would you hammer in the evening? I hammer all hours. I I would if I needed to. I've got a I, I've got a I've got a war hammer, a Celtic war hammer made oh, by McCoon Bladesmith, and that thing is one of my favorite pieces I have. That actually might uh, go back to that 12-gauge question. I love 12-gauges, but my favorite piece, and I ha- and I do have some, some high-end knives. Um, I don't have as many as I used to, but that Warhammer, that Celtic Warhammer, I've wanted one since Braveheart. Uh-huh. Love that movie, and I keep it uh, beside my couch all the time. It's a nasty piece. So I hope I never have to hammer anybody at night or hammer anything. <laughs> uh, let me see. Um, da, 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 da. Da, 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 I'm looking, I'm looking. There was one I wanted to skip. I wanted to end with this one. Okay. Uh, I'll end with this one because this kind of goes along with what's next. You know, I wanted to ask you what was happening next, but you already answered that. The claw is the next thing. But here's something. Yeah. This would be an awesome way for you to end this for us. Do you think you'll be able to, uh, this is from Z Germans again. The question is, do you think you'll be able to uphold the values you have as the Leo community grows? I think that is an awesome question because it's going to be harder and harder for you to hold on to the little tight knit community that you have as you expand. Yes. I don't know how many it started out with. I, I, I try not to look at that. The, population of the community i just went to close from public to close as it was suggested to me last night oh yeah it looks um, like you had a little I'm bit of confidence you had because, some kind of drama happen last night so obviously that makes sense for me yeah i don't know who was uh, it, it, to be honest with you i think it was somebody that that uh their item didn't sell as well as some of the other makers, the competition. Okay. I got you. And left and told me that some of the people in my group didn't fall through with the commitment. But when I went to make amends and try to fix this for them, well, they didn't answer anything. So if, if I try to fix something with you and then you can't tell me, I don't mind if you don't snitch, but then if you you can't tell me, you know, that you're willing to, hey, you know, he never confronted me to begin with. 
anybody ever has a problem, always confront me first. Because I'll be the first one. I mean, I don't have a problem. I'm a very easygoing guy. But I've seen these other groups, and I know how people are. And if you saw my video last night, I'm the first one to set people straight. Yeah, like you said, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in my group. I'm not going to allow it. There's, I mean, everything's going to IG as it is. Then when it goes there, we're not going to have. You know, when it goes to Instagram, what are we going to have left as community? I mean, knives are going that way right now. You know, EDC items. I mean, what are what's you know, I was already told, you know, these toys are going away. Are they? I don't know. It, it depends on how strong your community is. Yeah. I know this. I've only sold. I can't tell you how many I've sold. I, I, and that's just because I don't know. But I started this in March and I haven't. And I've yet to not sell out. Um, and that's a lot of luck and blessing involved in that but um but i've only sold if this tells you the difference i've only sold i think four leos on instagram really compared to all the rest that i've sold no shit yeah because it's there's a lot that of big of a difference and that tells you that it's not the, the, the it tells you it's not the design it tells you Pretty much 99.9% of it is the community. I mean, I have the occasional person that has one of everything and I see them swoop in and, and, and get one, you know, and I pretty much, I don't know, I don't always know, but it seems like I know who, who those kind of people are. Yeah. And, um, you know, but that's, that's not what we're riding here. And like I said, it, you know, if, if Facebook and the EDC community falls and things do make the, the move, well, I, you can't have a community on Instagram. I mean, you just can't. And so if we can't keep the community together, you know, I just would have to maybe hope I can invent some, some other outlet. I don't, I don't know. I haven't planned for that because I'm trying to keep, I spend most of my time and my nights either planning or talking to people. There's a lot of them that can tell you. My lines are open, and my wife would be the first to tell you. I'm on private messenger nonstop, and just as soon as I stop, and and I, and and I'm not discouraging it at all. It's part of what I feel like I'm I'm supposed to do this time around. Awesome. And the beauty is, is reach back and and you know and just listen. And, and give them advice. You know, I'm not trying to change them. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm trying to tell them things that work for me or just tell them that I know exactly what they're going through, man. There was a time when, you know, I gave up. I mean, you know, to drink yourself to death, you know, 
I accidentally did it, but I didn't. I saw I didn't like where I lived. I didn't like what I saw coming. And Jack Daniels worked every night. And and then I had to deal with it until I could start drinking again the next day. But so <clears throat> you know Well and and you know, the beauty of a lot of things, like, you know, you were talking about the community and stuff, like, you know, if Facebook ever does fail, there is ways you can um it's a little harder. But I mean, MySpace. no, you can't use MySpace. But I mean, look, I know, <laughs> I know there is still a lot of uh, forums and Snapchat? Reddit. Well, I yeah. mean, people are using those things. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Reddit's a big thing. I mean, there's communities, you know, there. Um, but you know, you can create your own community MySpace? on your own Facebook or, or on your own website. I mean, uh, you can create a forum and you can go there. So if Facebook ever was to go oh, away yeah, or that... create something. There is ways to move the community and stuff without losing a beat. You just got to get creative with it. You know, just as you're creative uh, coming up with these ideas for these tools, you just got to be creative and you got to get jiggy with it. You know, yeah, I, you got to sip the juice. I guess the answer to that question is, though, is I'm not, I don't have a plan B right now. But, man, I, I'm, the only way I've survived is I've adapted. I mean, that's what, that's why I'm 42 and not dead at 36. You know, <clears throat> I've adapted to my whole life. I've, I've had many good years and I've had some real shitty ones. But you got to adapt, man. Change happens. Adapt and overcome like the Terminator. Exactly. And I'm right. Just keep coming. I don't give up. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> well, exactly. Phil, I, I got to say, brother, this has been a, a hell of a conversation with you, man. I had no idea how this was going to go with being your first one, man. I appreciate you being so open and honest and, you know, candid with us, dude. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, man, that's the only way I know. We'll so. put your links up and stuff in the uh, show notes for this. So when people go and they go to download it, uh, any links that Matt sends me, or that I can find, we'll go ahead and post in there so people can find you as easy as they can. Uh, but before we go, if there's anywhere you want people to find you, um, you can let them uh, know now. Uh, basically, the the main community is on Facebook, uh, the Leo. And then I, I have some Instagram stuff. It's the Leo... Uh, uh, seventy-five twelve. Uh, that's kind of more of my personal page, but I I don't I do business from there. You know, like I said, I I mean, if if I don't put them back into the Leos, I put them back in the community somewhere else in somebody else's hands for their profit. You know, that's the way uh, it goes. Yeah. You, you, you know, yeah. if you if you could make if you could take one project and fund another project with it, that's what you want. That's the goal. Uh, the yeah. barter system in this country is still strong. If people could want, you know, there's just people out there who share, you know, ideas, tools, equipment, uh, abilities uh, to do collabs and stuff like that. Definitely sounds like you're one of those guys that are, are, are really well into that uh, niche strong that's out there. It. Yeah, and, and, and that's a that's a great thing to have those people uh, alongside of you is a fantastic thing because without them, you know, it, it makes it that much harder 
uh, on you and as well as everybody else who's trying to come up with ideas and put those ideas to paper, then from paper to metal, and then in the people's hands, and uh, you make it happen. And I'd say I, I like your tools. I'll definitely be getting something from from you here soon. Um, yeah, well, I appreciate I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I haven't you know reinvented the wheel here by any means, but uh, you know. You know, maybe reinventing the way the wheel is used. I mean, that you know, that's that's the thing. And and I feel like what I put out there is, you know, you asked me how I price things, man. I, I I didn't go for what I considered the greedy price that was the normal price. You know, and it sometimes it's probably hurt me that I haven't charged more, but I'm kind of that same way in knives. I may have a knife that may, somebody may tell me is worth a lot more than what I asked for. And then I get a ton of questions because it seems like it's too good to, too be, good true. to be true. I, I, I've yeah. sold some knives and stuff that way, you know, uh, some tops knives and things like that. And people are like, why are you selling? Cause I got it on a trade and don't need it anymore. And it just sits in my drawer. Yeah, so and I'd just rather, and have, I'd rather and, just and move I, on from it and give it to somebody who's going to use it for what it's intended versus it sitting in my drawer. Yeah. I got my hundred dollars use out of it. So, you know, here it is. Yeah. You know, it's not a fake. It's, you know, it's the real deal, but I got my use out of it, or I got it and it's sitting in here, and I need that money for something else. Sometimes, sometimes you got to move something to fund something dollars. else. You know, uh, I, I've, I've got sold knives and things uh, just to fund another project. I'm like, hey, I don't need this a, a, anymore. Let me sell it and get what I need to fund another project. So it happens. Yeah, but uh, also, also look at market price, and I mean, you know, I think that's what a lot of people are doing right now. The market's weak. Things are people tell you what things are worth. They're only worth what people are willing to pay. Right. Not not everything is is worth uh, exactly what it's for. Remember, my wife broke my heart one time by saying that comic book I thought was worth so much. She said, "You realize that's only printed paper with two fucking staples in it." That's right? exactly right. <laughs> I mean, uh, it may be worth a, a bazillion dollars, but at the end of the day, it's just some fucking recycled paper, like you said, with two staples in it. Uh, sitting in a cheap ass plastic sleeve. But Philip, I want to thank you yeah. for your time, man. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, anytime yep. you need an outlet to get on, just let us know, and we'll be uh, we'll be willing to throw you out there through you know Facebook and things like that. Just uh, hit us up and let let us know anything new, giveaways, things you want to do. For, you know, maybe one day we can do a cross promotion giveaway or something. Uh, it'd be kind of cool. Usually gets a lot yeah, of fans. Yeah, I'm, I'm always down. Yeah, I mean, you know, it ain't got to be much. You can give away, you know, something that's, uh, you know, like stickers or something or, you know, whatever. Come up with a package. You throw something in, we throw something in. I'll give away Leo's claws, man. I do it all. There you go. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll have to get up with you and and work something like that out. We'll come up with some rules that, you know, are beneficial for everyone and uh, go from there. But uh, again, man. Thank you for your time, and as soon as we get this edited and, and, and out, we'll definitely shoot you a feed so you can go ahead and, and uh, share it, do whatever you want with it. Uh, 
Me personally, I jerk off to these, but uh, you know, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, I, I, I just had to like that's that. where I'm going with it. <laughs> I just, you know, you got to make people feel a little weird sometimes, and uh, that's what I like to do. Yeah, you touch me in that spot, and that makes me I feel do. Weird. I touch him in his no no square, but uh, he never says no no. He says more more. So I don't yes, really yes. understand it. He says yes yes wee oh. wee. Oui, oui. That's what he says. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh. So hey, Philip, thanks for your time, yes, man. man. Appreciate you coming on, with yeah. you, brother. Especially on short notice, too, man. Yeah, and and oh, you'll yeah, you'll be seeing me around the group. I uh, I'll be getting something from you soon. I'm 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 sure. So uh, as soon as I can get my hands on something, I'll definitely do that, so I can be part okay. of the uh, community. We have, uh, I have actually two knives from Black Widow going up tomorrow, and some Leos yeah, tomorrow yeah. night that he also modified, which are pretty cool. And then I have a. I saw uh, those Edge Seven collaboration, and Edge and Seven will have ten. I know Edge Seven. Be ten three V steel Leos with it. Wow. Okay. So, so that those are two things that are coming up. I'm just waiting. Um, well, I've got the nines from Black Widow. I just opened them today, and I'm highly impressed on the voodoo resonance that he used and their his new worn clips. They're they're really nice, so I'll be selling them tomorrow. And like I said, not for you know, uh, it's not going to be an outrageous price. It's going to be a, a very fairly priced. I've got two of them. Yeah, Edge but, Seven. Uh, I got some of his Hanks and stuff. He makes some pretty uh, sweet knives and stuff, so that's pretty cool. Edge yeah. Seven. Yeah, John's great. Yep. And, yep. and John, I may keep that knife because he <laughs> he put a lion on it and. He really etched it, and, and it, it's really sweet. But he specially ordered, he wanted cut, because he uses 3V for his knives. Uh -huh. He wanted he wanted 10 Leos that he wanted to completely modify himself the way he does his knives and the way he does whatever he does. So he's had those for months now. Well, so when those come out, I expect him who knows what they're going to look like with his etching skills and the way he he does all that and that and i just told him here are your 10 3v steel leos you do what you want to do with them you know i'll pay you at the end and i'll drop them and see what happens very nice so, all right man awesome. all right good you talking to good you night. you too man all right talk to you all soon right. brother appreciate it man thanks yeah no problem. Anytime. Right. Later, Robert.